Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Kim Cool from Darwin. Would you like oh. to introduce yourself and I guess your origin story as a musician? Well, I, uh, yeah, I, I was born here in Darwin. I've been singing since I was five. In um, I started out in the church choir, <laughs> so there you go. Um, and, yeah, my, a friend introduced me to country music when I was around 12 and I started playing guitar and I started songwriting then as well, but I never finished the songs. They were kind of terrible. Um, it wasn't until I was about 18 that I wrote my first full song that is actually on my album now. And um, yeah, I just kind of, yeah, that's how I, I got into it. I suppose I, I finished school and I started I had a gap year and I started uni. I did a Bachelor of Environmental Science I started and decided six months in it wasn't for me and then I was a little bit um, not sure what to do and my mum pushed me down to this talent competition and I was like, come on, mum, it's <laughs> like I'm 18. <laughs> no. But I entered it and she, she actually entered it for me. So she said, oh, you're, you're going on. So... I was like, thanks, mum. <laughs> and uh, and I won it. And then a lady uh, came up to me and she said, oh, there's this competition in, in Adelaide River and you can win this scholarship to go to the Academy of Country Music in Tamworth. And so I went down there and I was neck and neck with this other guy. We were both singing original songs and, and uh, yeah, I won it. And that kind of kick-started my career in music. What genre would you say your music fits into? Uh, it would be country and um, a little bit folky as well. Uh, but I, I really love storytelling through music. Um, so, yeah, that's why I really love the, the country music genre. And, uh, yeah, that's what I, I don't know, like I said, a friend introduced me to it when I was about 12 and I just, uh, that's what I loved about it. And so that's how I started writing and, yeah, um, that's where I think it would fit in. Was there a defining moment where you decided that music was what you wanted to do as a career more so than anything else? And I guess has there been challenges along the way to, you know, as you were pursuing your dreams? Um, yeah, there's always challenges, um, but I guess the defining moment was probably when I won the scholarship to um, to Tamworth because I, I hadn't been doing gigs or anything really before that and uh, once once that happened, I started getting asked to do gigs and, and I started realising more and more I can, I can do this, this is something that I can, yeah, go out and do and I enjoy it and I'm having fun and... Um, yeah, that's when, when I decided this is what I want to do for my career. And, and the songwriting just kind of, I mean, it comes in, in uh, waves, I guess. But <laughs> um, at the time I was just writing and writing and writing. And, um, yeah, these songs were just kind of <laughs> pouring out of me, which is, yeah, it was, was pretty cool. And I guess that was... Yeah, when I decided. But, I mean, it, it's been a challenge doing gigs around full-time jobs and, and now um, I'm a mum. I've got two little toddlers and, I mean, it's challenging doing gigs around them and 
and um, because there's a lot of late nights involved. So, yeah, I guess uh, it's always, always got its challenges, but I wouldn't change it. <laughs> what music have you been listening to recently? Well, I've got two toddlers, so a lot of um, Cocomelon <laughs> and uh, the Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> um, but uh, otherwise, I've got a pretty good um, mix of a playlist on my phone. I've actually been listening to uh, more more Taylor Swift than I'd like to admit. <laughs> but uh, her new her uh, newer albums, the folklore ones. Um, like I said, I'm a really big fan of of storytelling songs, and and so I love um, some of the imagery that she she uses in her songs there. Um, but I've I've got a really just varying mix. I've got a lot of Australian country artists, um, the McClymonts, Amber Lawrence, uh, Pete Dennehy, Ashley Dallas. So a lot of bluegrass and and just different. And then and then I have all sorts of other music, like a bit of pop music and and things in there. And um, I just let it cycle through. And <laughs> but I. Unfortunately, I don't get a lot of time to listen to my own music at the moment. It's every time we're, we're in the car, the kids want, want, um, want their music. So <laughs> it's easier not to have that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which fans and artists do you think influence your sound the most? Uh, I think Australian country artists. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, Casey Chambers um, Becky Cole, uh, like I said, Ash Ashley Dallas, and just a lot of uh, Sarah Stora, a lot of women in country music. I think um, I really love, yeah, listening to their stories, and and I guess it it influences my music and and how I tell my story as well. What is your go to album or song that you always come back to? That's a tricky one. I <laughs> I don't know if I, if I really have one, but um, if I had to pick one, I'd have to say probably I've always loved the Eagles. Um, I always joke that I was born in the wrong era because <laughs> I love a lot of the music from from that era. And um, but you know they're always on my playlist, and and I never skip over their songs. So I think yeah, anything by the Eagles is um, is it for me. <laughs> How would you describe your creative process and I guess also your recording process as well? And do you have any advice that you've, you know, learned over the years that you want to share with emerging, you know, bands and artists to improve their skills? Yeah, look, I think um, everyone's different. That's what I love about songwriting. Everyone does it so differently. Some people come up with music first and then lyrics. Um, some people come up with lyrics first and then music. Uh, I'm a bit weird. I come up with music and lyrics at the same time. I, can't, I don't know why. I can't, can't do it separately. Um, it's just how my brain is, is wired. Uh, and, yeah, I just will kind of, when I'm by myself, I'll, I'll have a bit of a tag line in my head and I'll just keep going over it and over it and it kind of develops into maybe a verse or a chorus and I'll write it down uh, at that point or I'll record it on my phone and then um, when I've got a bit of time a bit later I'll come back to it and I'll pull my guitar out and figure out the chords and 
And, um, yeah, and if, if I really like it, I'll stick with it until it develops into a song or if I'm, you know, if I'm trying on it for what I think is a bit too long and I think I'm just putting too much effort into it, I either come back to it later or, or I just leave it and think it's... And, and I've, I mean, I've had songs I've done that with before where I've, I've left them and then come back years later and, and finished them. Like, you just don't... Um, you just don't know when the, the right words, I suppose, are going to kind of hit you. Um, but, yeah, my, I guess my advice would, would just be to keep, just keep improving, really. Like um, whenever I see courses or webinars or things like that come up on songwriting, I'll jump at those chances because, I mean, chances are I, there's things that I've listened to and I've, um, I think I will have heard all that before, but I think I always get something out of out of these webinars and classes, and um, but even just co-writing um, is a really great tool as well because you bring in a, a fresh perspective on your songs and and asking other people for feedback on your songs as well is um, is sometimes it's not easy to hear, but it's it's worth it. <laughs> Um, and I think in the way of recording, just getting yourself a, if you're not um, doing the recording process yourself, um, just finding a really great producer that you feel comfortable working with and, and that will, um, yeah, like I, when I go into recording, I, I say to the producer, like, just this is kind of like the shell of my song and if you want to change change little bits of it, you're welcome to and they... Um, and like give them a little bit of the creative process as well, and and I, I find that works for me personally. And yeah, who has given you the best advice about succeeding with your music? Um, not too sure actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you get a lot of advice from a lot of people. Um, when I was at the Academy of Country Music, that was like two weeks straight of um yeah information on on kind of everything from social media to stage presence and, and I think that's where I learned probably the most um yeah it's just everyone that's in the music industry uh whether it's been a short time or a long time everyone's got their own experiences and, and their own advice and um, I think it's just it's worth listening to listening to everyone that that wants to yeah help you out and give you a bit of advice so you never know um, yeah you, you just never know what people have done in their career and it's just worth taking the time to listen who have been the most influential people in your life that have allowed you to pursue your career in music uh, definitely my husband because he, he um, he's he's never said don't do it. He's always said go for it. Um, it was easier before we had kids, uh, <laughs> but now that we have kids, especially you know he'll, he'll take them and um, he looks after them while while I go out and get to do the job that I love. Um, and he's happy as long as I, as long as I let him go fishing. <laughs> Um, but also my family too. Like I've, I've been pretty lucky in that 
I've never had anybody tell me that I can't do music. Like um, it's not a, I've never had anyone say it's not, it's not a real career or anything like that. They've, they've always just been behind me. And that's, I think, really special. And, and um, yeah, I'm very blessed to have the family that I have. What have you done over the years to make sure that you maintain a balance between being a musician and having a life outside of music with your friends and family and, you know, working as well? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think there's times where I haven't balanced it so well, um, particularly when I was working full time. It was, um, it was definitely a challenge to be like work. Monday to Friday, band practice, probably three out of four nights, and then gigs all weekend, and then um, and and I I burnt myself out doing that, um, and so now I just now especially with the kids, I never know what's going on with them. They might be sick, or <laughs> um, it's just a bit more unpredictable. But uh, now I just find. Like I just kind of pick the weekends that I want to have just with my family and and then I have other weekends where I pick that I'm like I'll I'll book out kids on on this week and um I guess that kind of helps just keeping a calendar up on the fridge in front of me and and just um yeah having like a list of dates that I'm not I make myself not book anything on so that I can have time out with the family and, and um, yeah, and, and that seems to work pretty well. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of music? Um, I like to go fishing. Um, <laughs> that's kind of when you live in the territory, that's something everyone sort of does. So <laughs> but, um, I grew up here and we used to go out fishing a lot as kids so um it's nice to get to do it sometimes now um and and camping and stuff too um I think when you live up here you've got to have a pretty outdoorsy kind of lifestyle <laughs> um yeah and I can't really think I don't think I have any other interesting hobbies <laughs> a bit of craft sometimes <laughs> <coughs> Um, what are three albums that you would leave in a time capsule for future generations to discover? This is a tricky one because um, we're moving away from CDs, aren't we? <laughs> so I don't know if they'd be able to play them. You know? <laughs> but uh, look, I, I think, like I said before, I think the Eagles definitely would, um, would have to go in there. I think maybe Fleetwood Mac. Um, and probably, probably sounds a bit um, arrogant, but I'd probably put my album in there. Just to, <laughs> I've got 700 of them, and I still have sitting here. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, no, probably something like Cat Stevens or something. Just I, I really love that the classic music, like the songwriting is. Um, is great and um but the music's fantastic too like and i i just love that idea that um you know even further back bands used to just go into a studio all together and and they'd 
do the music in in one take in the studio and um that doesn't happen often anymore but I yeah I like that idea of um of yeah everyone collaborating and having to be perfectly in time to get it get it right on an album <laughs> um so I think yeah I'd probably I, I don't know I'm not sold on three <laughs> particular CDs but I think definitely classics um definitely one from the Eagles and one from Fleetwood Mac I think <laughs> Do you have any interesting stories about meeting celebrities? Uh, not particularly. I I don't know if um, I nearly got run over by the McClymonts once. <laughs> so I was leaving a show um, in Tamworth and, and they were backing their car out and I wasn't paying attention and <laughs> one of them was helping the other one back out. She said, stop, stop, stop. And I said, sorry, sorry. No, it's fun. Now I've got a really great story about the time when the climates almost ran me over. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't close. It was <laughs> they were they were probably doing about two Ks an hour. <laughs> what has been your favorite gig so far? Um, sorry, I think my husband's just home. Um, that's a bit of a uh, a tricky one. So I've had a few favourite gigs, but probably uh, there was one in Adelaide River. We were playing the country music muster down there and um, Jane Denham was playing and the end of the night she pulled me up on stage to sing uh, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats with her. So that was pretty cool. I reckon that's that's one of my favourites. Um, probably the other one I used to sing down at uh, Glen Helen when we lived in Alice Springs and this uh, couple came down and they were all kitted out in um, wedding gown <laughs> and they'd just gotten married and uh, they were like, oh, we didn't know there was live music. Can you sing us um, our first dance song? So that was a, a pretty memorable gig too. <laughs> what is your favourite venue to play at in Darwin? I've got a few. I, I love, I've only played there a couple of times but the Darwin Railway Club just has really, a really nice atmosphere. It's quite intimate. Um, it's got really great acoustics as well. Um, otherwise, probably Noonama Tavern. Uh, I head down there a fair bit to do gigs and it's always a fun crowd and a, a nice afternoon down there. What is your latest release and how is that recording and then releasing process? Uh, my last release was five years ago. <laughs> it was my album. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. You okay. might have to edit that out. <laughs> okay. <coughs> um, oh, sorry. I don't know. Can you hear much of that in the background? No, not too much. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was five years ago. Um, I'm releasing new music soon. So um, currently in the recording process at the moment. And, yeah, it's been um, fun. I'm, I'm just doing some singles this time. Um, and, yeah, it's, I, I love going in with just, yeah, like I said before, a bit of a shell of my song and, and coming out with, um, yeah, like this produced products that's got you know different instruments and different layers and um yeah it's just 
really fun seeing your song come to life like that. What is your dream venue that you want to play in Australia and I guess overseas as well? In Australia, I reckon I'd love to play on the main stage at the Tamworth Country Music Festival. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Um, overseas, I'd have to say, I reckon I'd love to go to, uh, to Nashville and, and do the Bluebird Cafe. I think that's a, um, a bucket list thing for every uh, country musician, at least. <laughs> what does the rest of the year look like for you? Yeah, I've got, um, got a few gigs coming up throughout. Um, yeah, I've got different weekends booked up until September and then um, I'm hoping to release these new singles around August. So, um, and that's, I'm really looking forward to that. And so I'm putting together a bit of a songwriters round. So we'll have uh, four different uh, local songwriters, myself included, and we'll have one backing band and just one by one kind of share stories behind our songs and, and um, yeah, we'll jump in on, on each other's songs with harmonies and, and whatnot so I'm, I'm um, yeah really keen for that to come together and yeah excited um, yeah excited to release some new music after five years. <laughs> what is a song or album recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that's been released by a local band or artist from the Darwin music scene? Yeah, I think um, there's a really lovely lady called Kate Oliver um, and she's just she's got one album up on Spotify called Big News in a Small Town but um, she's a good friend and she's just she has such a powerful voice and uh, just really great songwriting. Um, she's just really got away with words. Uh, she's got some beautiful songs on that album and it's really well produced as well so I'd really recommend yeah checking her out. Um, well it's been great chatting with you today Kim good luck with the recording process of your upcoming singles and I'm sure your fans and all the other local musicians that you've organized for the songwriters um, you know, roundtable that you've got um, coming up soon so sure everyone will keep an eye out on your socials for any updates and where to find yeah. your gigs yeah cool thank you so much for having me yeah. um, make sure to follow what's new on the scene on facebook instagram and spotify um make sure to listen on spotify apple podcasts iHeartRadio, and anchor the links um of where to listen are in the bios on Instagram and Facebook. There's also episodes of Lyrically Introspective where bands and artists from What's New on the Scene have talked more in depth about their inspirations and their songwriting process. Um, we've been What's New on the Scene. See you next time.